Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Calling all ambitious women entrepreneurs. Do you have a creative idea you want to bring to life? Has your soul been nudging you to write that book, start that online business, and free yourself from society's rigid box of boring AF expectations? Do you feel that you've been playing small when on a soul level you know you were born to play big? Are you craving a tribe of like-minded, ambitious souls who believe in collaboration over competition, who will encourage you to reach even higher and dream even bigger, and who will be there right alongside you as you step into the truest, most authentic version of yourself? If what I just said resonates with you, then you absolutely cannot miss the event I'm hosting this year, May 16th to 17th, 2020, in the Woodlands, Texas, called Own Your Thrive. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now at thatsmarthustle.com slash ownyourthrive. And what's even better is that I've extended the 20% off coupon code for a few more weeks. Just use code OWNIT111 at checkout. That adds up to less than $100 a day for the most epic two days of your life with the most soul-centered people you will ever have the pleasure of meeting in this lifetime. And I know this because it's this community we've all built together and you guys are beyond incredible. So to all the women who are done playing small, to all the women who are ready to speak their truth and shine their light, To all the women who are no longer available for anything other than a truly exceptional and authentic, passion-filled life, this conference is your golden ticket. Are you ready to own your thrive? If I were you, I'd grab your ticket today because they are going fast, and once we are at capacity, that's it. I've left the link in the show notes for you, as well as that 20% off code, so make sure you take advantage. I am so excited for this event, and I can't wait to meet each and every single one of you. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast, and welcome to episode 101. We are in that Aries energy today. And even though we are in a yin phase, I'm definitely feeling that that fire energy, feeling a little bit sarcastic, a little bit witty, a little snarky. So (laughs) bear with me as we get through today's episode, which by the way, I know I just did my own your thrive spiel, but sis, if you have not gotten your ticket yet, what are you even doing? Get off your bum and go get your ticket. Literally, this is going to be the most amazing event, and it's two days out of your life. Two days out of your life, but I can guarantee you that it is going to be those two days that change your life monumentally. And you can save 20% on your ticket with code OWNIT111 at checkout at thatsmarthustle.com slash ownyourthrive. You can find that link 
in the show notes. And real quick, if you hear some purring in the background, my cat is sitting right next to me. I have no idea if the microphone is picking it up or not, but I just don't have the heart to to move her to a different room. She's basically asleep right now and she's purring. So if you hear that, that's what that is. Just some nice little, you know, ambiance going on in the background. (laughs) But another thing I wanted to mention is if you follow me on Instagram, you are probably aware that this past weekend, I just launched something brand new that I am so excited about called the Soul Flow Collective. And what the Soul Flow Collective is, is a monthly membership community that is literally going to provide you with content that is soul food. It is where soul nourishment and personal growth collide. Within the Soul Flow Collective community, once a month, I'm committed to providing you with really exclusive, awesome content around a certain theme or topic. So January's theme is embracing the unknown. So you'll get an exclusive video on that topic from me, as well as guided meditations, guided affirmations loops, a deep dive workbook, affirmations wallpapers, and there's just so much more that's going to be going into that community. And it is only $14.99 a month and you can cancel at any time. So it really is risk-free. So if you are interested in that kind of material, if you really want to get more into, you know, just really uplifting your soul and connecting with yourself on that more spiritual level with meditations and affirmations and things like that, then make sure to check out the link in the show notes. You can also go to thatsmarthustle.com slash SFC. Okay, friends, so I want to talk about a topic that I think, oh, that I think many of us probably think about subconsciously on a pretty regular basis, I would say probably day to day, but we're not, it's not really at the forefront of our minds. It's not really a conscious thing that we are thinking about. And only when I brought this topic to the forefront of my mind and made it a conscious thing, did I realize how limiting, how damaging, how just restricting it made me feel. And (laughs) that topic, believe it or not, is social media. And you might be thinking, wait a second, but you have a podcast and you're on YouTube and you're on Instagram and, you know, I see you on Insta stories and see you posting to social media for for all of the stuff, all of the content you have going on, the events, you know, and for everything that you're creating and everything that you're promoting. And yes, you are absolutely right. But I think social media in terms of using it for creation is very, very different than, or like for more of an information purposes where I am putting the information of what I have created out there, you know, to get that to, to all of you like this podcast, for instance, but in terms of consuming the content, I was finding that for me, it was really affecting my mental health in a detrimental, very negative way. So just to give you an idea, because I I looked on my phone and, you know, Apple, like I have an iPhone, so it tracks how much time you spend on certain apps and in certain, like in certain categories. I think there's one for productivity. There's one for entertainment. I can't really remember what the other ones are, but I was 
not even shocked, but really more so disappointed and kind of appalled when I saw that my social media usage, which really falls under entertainment, even though I am using it for business purposes, you know, it still falls under entertainment. It was up in the three to four hours per day, per day, three to four hours per day. And my second most checked app, if you will, was my email. And I found that in January, even though I had an intention around being more intentional about social media and going into my email, I found that I was still checking it way too often, like just constantly hitting refresh it becomes a really addictive thing. You just, you pick up your phone and I noticed that I would go to do something else on my phone and I would actually just end up opening up Instagram or opening up my email. And then there's always something there, right? I think that's the addictive part of social media and even your email, especially when you're subscribed to a lot of newsletters and things like that. There's always going to be something in your inboxes and there's always going to be something to consume on social media. And so even though I was not trying to consume, you know, these things on social media and also in my emails, I was unintentionally doing that. And it was really affecting my mental health and also my levels of productivity. But that wasn't the thing that got me. What got me was my level of self-confidence and self-belief. It's no secret that when we open up an app like Pinterest or Instagram, our feeds are going to be inundated with photos. And depending on what your feed looks like, if you have curated it intentionally or not, it may be full of really uplifting and inspiring things, or maybe of you know some not so uplifting and inspiring things, things where maybe you're comparing yourself to that that fitness model or that fitness guru on YouTube, or even if there is, you know, another YouTuber and you're comparing your life to her life, or maybe there's this mom that you follow and she just always has everything put together with, you know, all of her kids' lunches and everything's color coordinated. And you're just like, what is even happening right now? And how do you always look perfect? Like your hair is blown out and you have five kids and you're packing their lunches and you look like you belong on the, you know, the cover of a magazine, (laughs) right? So it's interesting In the shift that I'm seeing with social media, I find that people are being more and more drawn to the raw, real, authentic, you know, iPhone type photo versus the really professionally curated looking photo. And honestly, this is a lot of the reason why I created the Soul Flow Collective because I have felt like every time I have logged onto social media, there's just this pressure and this expectation to do more, to be more, that you know, we're never caught up, that we're always having to strive and strive and strive and push and push and push and get to this next version. And the truth of the matter is, is there's always going to be someone out there who you perceive to be doing things a bit better than you are, or maybe a lot better than you are. And that's just something that we have to come to terms with. But if we're constantly looking to these people and we're comparing ourselves and we're getting down on ourselves, like it's different if you're inspired by this person and, you know, seeing this, you know, your fitness guru's 
routines on Instagram or a photo gets you inspired to go to the gym and work out and you feel really happy and uplifted and positive, that's totally different and that's great. But if you're in that state of looking at someone else's life and you feel that tinge of jealousy or, you know, comparisonitis, or you kind of get into analysis paralysis, like, well, I've been following this routine, this exact routine for a week straight, and I'm not seeing these types of results. And how did she get those types of results? If you're in that kind of a headspace, then it's probably safe to say that your social media feed is doing more harm than good. So earlier this week, what I decided to do was because I was feeling so much pressure popping onto social media, even just popping onto Insta stories or finding that when I would log on to post something about my content, I ended up scrolling and consuming more than I wanted to. I told myself that for one full day, which is this is what I did on Tuesday, that I was not going, I was having a no phone, no social media day. I was just completely setting my phone and I really did this. I set the phone in my bedroom and I was like, I am not going to touch my phone all day long, not gonna touch it. <laughs> and I stuck to that. And what was so crazy is that, you know, for the first few hours I was working on projects, I was working on things around the house and I started to feel this kind of like, oh, like I should probably go check my phone. It was just this innate thing because it becomes such a habitual thing to just pick up your phone without even realizing. And I think now the iPhone will tell you how many times you pick up your phone in a day. Seriously, go look at that statistic because you're probably gonna be really, dis <laughs> really disgusted when you see how often you do pick up your phone. But I left it in the bedroom all day long and I found that three hours into my workday, I felt the need to go check it. And I started to walk to the bedroom and I consciously stopped myself because I kind of peeked my, my head into the bedroom and saw it sitting there. And I was like, no, no, I don't wanna check it because I'm on a roll right now with what I'm doing. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I have self-confidence and self-belief right now because I'm in my zone of genius. I'm in creation mode and I'm having fun with that. And I know that the minute I go look at my phone, I'm just gonna compare myself or be like, oh, well, this girl's on some trip and that looks really cool. And you know, this girl has a really great relationship and like, that's awesome too. And you know, I'm just gonna start getting into this mode. Even if you're saying positive things about other people, you know, in the back of your mind and your subconscious, if you have any kind of resistance around a specific topic like love or money or, you know, your career or your passions, if there's any kind of resistance around those topics or if you don't feel fully, fully happy and aligned with where you are in that place, in this current moment, when you see those things, it's going to trigger negative stuff in the back of your mind and it's going to sit there in your subconscious. So I can honestly say that the entire day of Tuesday, those three to four hours that I would have spent looking at my phone, I was able to do and also just be so much more than if I were to sit there and mindlessly scroll on my phone. In that time frame, I created the content for the February theme for the Soul Flow Collective. I also wrote over 2,000 words of one of my books and over 600 words for another one of my books. And more importantly, I was able to just relax. I read a book. I just kind of, you know, I swung in the hammock. I just allowed myself to 
to really be and to take in the moment. And I didn't feel a sense of pressure or expectation or guilt for not logging onto my phone. In fact, it felt very freeing. And that's really what I wanted to get to is that I have found that with my particular business model, and especially if you are someone who is thinking about having an online business, especially if it's in you know one where you're creating content, so you are on the computer and you are online a lot, is that one of the reasons why I didn't want to work in an office setting, didn't want to work in a corporate job was because I wanted to experience that freedom of being able to work from anywhere and also to not be tied to a specific schedule. But for some reason with social media and like with YouTube and, you know, not really with this podcast, I can't say that because I love podcasting and it really lights me up. But with some of these other platforms, I felt like I was back into that box of being stuck to a really rigid schedule. And I really had to look at that and say to myself, I'm the one who's creating this schedule. So if I'm the one creating it, and right now it's not bringing me joy, it's making me feel more stressed out. And like, I have a lot more pressure on my shoulders. Then I'm also the, you know, if I put it into place, I'm also the person who can put it out of place. I can remove it. I can change it. I can adjust it as needed. Now, social media isn't exactly new on the scene, but I think it is still newer in the sense that there aren't as many studies out there about how it's actually affecting us as human beings as we go throughout our day, how it is affecting our our self-esteem, our self-confidence, our self-belief, you know, and also how it's affecting our productivity and really overall just our state of mind. So I really want to encourage you, if you feel like when you log on to social media, it's something that is so habitual for you that you don't realize really when you're doing it or how much you're doing it, to make a conscious effort to have at least one day a week where it is a no social media day. Or if you can, to even make every weekend or two days a week where you have it be a no phone or no social media day. And you know, just let your friends and family members know how to contact you if they need to contact you. Maybe that's by sending an email. Maybe there's some way they can ping you. Um, Or maybe if you have an Apple Watch, you can just get the text messages and turn off any kind of notifications for social media. So that way, if someone does need to reach you, because I know in this overly connected world, when people can't reach someone, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, something terrible must have happened. And it's like, no, I'm just taking a break from this stupid screen because it is literally just taking over my life in the worst possible way. (laughs) But I encourage you to do that and just see how how you feel afterward. Really take, take into account how you feel not checking your phone. I can guarantee you that you will find so much more to do. You'll find so many more things that bring you actual joy instead of just scrolling on that screen. It's actually really nice to not know what's going on in all of these strangers' lives. If you really think about it, that is so crazy that we are so obsessed and so consumed by what is going on in other people's lives. So I think with 
technology, the rise of technology and with social media and the way that we're all connected now, as amazing as it is that, you know, I'm able to connect with people halfway across the world and vice versa, I think we also need to take into consideration the effects that being on something like social media 24-7, the effects that it can have on you. Because the makers of these apps have actually outright admitted that they are supposed to be addictive. They want you coming back to it. And now you're noticing probably that there's a lot more ads, like so much more advertising and promotion going on. It's like you just can't you can't get away from it. The only way to truly get away from it is to unplug yourself from it. And, you know, seeing as it's a mobile device, you can't actually unplug it. You have to set it somewhere where you're not going to look at it. You're not going to touch it. So if anything, I hope that this episode just served as a reminder to be cognizant of how much time you are spending in and around and with technology because as we do you know as it continues to rise and we continue to evolve it is only going to increase so if we can learn how to be mindful now about how much we are consuming and how much time we are actually spending around screens I think that's really going to benefit us in the future it'll help us again just be more mindful be more connected be more present with people and also help us to not get so distracted. I think it's really going to help us cultivate that sense of presence and, you know, being here in the moment now, as well as mindfulness. So that is all I have for you today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I will chat with you in the next one. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.